Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. The Big Fifth. Can you spot the lie? The Big Fifth. Some pigs can fly. The Big Fifth. But if you ask me why, can you trust the answer? From Netcong, New Jersey, this is the Big Fib. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to the Big Fib, the game show where kids choose between the fast-breaking layup of quadruple-double truth and the traveling flop violation of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, whose name stands for Live In Studio Audience. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what's so funny, Lisa? (laughs) Nothing's funny, it's just... Oh, it's just, oh, something's tickling me. And, oh, no. Is it something you're wearing or? No, it's not. It's not that I'm wearing. It's, oh, it's coming from this side over here. I don't see anything. Oh, but your listener question oh. light is on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, the listener question is tickling me, Deborah. Okay. Well, go ahead and play it and see if it stops tickling you after you've transmitted it. Okay. Hi, my name is Josie, and I want to know. Did you make up the theme song for the Big Fib? And if you did, how did you think of it? Thanks. Well, that's a great question. And you stopped laughing, Lisa. Oh, what a relief. Oh, laughing is exhausting. You know, I'm just not made to laugh that much, Deborah. I think that's why we make such a great team. Hmm. I hardly ever laugh when we're together. Hmm. Anyway, to answer your question, Josie, yes, I'm 100% absolutely entirely responsible for the theme song. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it looks like your light is on again. Hit play, Lisa. Okay. Hey, Josie, it's Chris Terry, one of the co-founders of Gen Z Media, and I do most of the music you hear on our shows. I really love your question. You want to know who made up the theme song for The Big Fib? Well, that was a collaboration. The lyrics were written by my partner here at Gen Z Media, Ben Strauss, and the music was written by myself and Michael Leschke, who's a great composer. We just tried to play around with wacky ideas, tried to just come up with the most fun things that seemed like ridiculous answers to real questions. We actually came up with a bunch of different versions of the song that have different feels, and we sort of change those up every once in a while. I always love hearing when people enjoy the music out there, so keep listening, and thank you. 
Well, that answers that question. Well, I mean, yeah, that's one story, you know. Who knows? <laughs> well, I think Chris does. But I'm sure you know a lot of other things like our game and how it works. Can you let everybody know? Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. That's the one I like. Mm. The other is a liar. Mm. And that, well, that's the one I have a bone to pick with. <laughs> it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. That's why they call kids, don't lie in front of me, people. <laughs> What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about basketball, a game played by two teams of five players in which points are scored by throwing a ball through a netted hoop at either end of a court. And we're going to learn all about basketball along with our contestant today. Who might that be? Lisa. Our human child contestant is a nine-year-old who lives on a farm. Henry Kalmbach. Hi, Henry. How are you? Good. I'm so glad. What's the best part about living on a farm? There's not nearly as much traffic and sound, and you can see the stars at night. Do you have cows? 18 cows. Hey, can you give them a message for me? I'll tell them moo moo. No, I wasn't going to say moo moo. I was going to say meow, 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 meow. I'll make sure to tell them that. Thank you. <laughs> Please do. That's awesome. Do you name your cows? No, but there's one that my mom named Maybelline. Oh, sweet. Well, I want to learn some more fun facts about you, Henry, but we are going to do it by playing two truths and a lie. Henry, you are going to tell us two truths and one lie, but we will not know which is which. And we have to use our critical thinking and our instincts to try to figure out which one is the lie. Henry, what are your two truths and one lie in no particular order? I've driven a Jeep. I've ice skated. And I've built my own computer. Mm, interesting. I have no idea. What do you think, Lisa? All right. A child who lives on a farm claims that he's driven a Jeep. Well, I imagine if you live on a farm, maybe sometimes, even if you're a child, you have to drive a Jeep. Like, say, if one of the cows wants something from Starbucks, <laughs> then you got to hop in the Jeep and go get it. So that one's probably true. Now he tells me that he built a computer. Well, let's think about that. And the other one is you've been ice skating? Mm-hmm. Okay, listen. Obviously, the ice skating and the Jeep are true. Computer is false because computers are not built. They are organic and they grow. <laughs> the computer's mama gave birth to it. Just like my mama. I miss you, mama. So that one's the lie. Nice try, Henry. Okay. Well, I think we need a lesson there in origins of things. But until that time, Henry, which one of those statements is actually a lie? I've never ice skated. Ooh, you got him. Oh. He's never ice skated. That means he has built a computer. How did you learn how to make a computer, Henry? Well, my mom's friend helped me build it. Oh, I didn't know his mom's friend helped him build it. Well, then, yeah, you can build computers if your mom's friend helps you. I see. Yeah, otherwise they're born from other computers. Those are the two <laughs> Okay, ways. maybe not. I didn't have the full info. Likely story. And also, you've driven a Jeep. Is that allowed? Well, one day on the farm, my dad needed to, like, put out bags of feed. So I was just driving it. 
He made sure to put it in low gear, though, so I didn't go too fast. (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. My goodness. But everybody listening at home, this is not an endorsement for driving Jeeps before you get a license. Unless your cow wants a cappuccino, then it's fine. (laughs) Fair. Okay. Well, I think we're good and warmed up now. We are going to learn about some basketball facts, but we need our basketball experts. So, Lisa... Can you play us some music to welcome our basketball experts? I sure can. Bouncy, bouncy, what is that sound? I'll tell you what is going around. It's a basketball, it's a basketball. Hoop, hoop, you scored some goals. Now there's a foul, you're in the penalty box. Now I'm talking about hockey, (laughs) it's not relevant. Let's get back to basketball. (laughs) Okay, our first expert is Jared Brizendeen. Jared, please introduce yourself to Henry. Hey, Henry. I work for Fleer Collectibles. I help make basketball cards that showcase the best moments a player can have. Thank you very much, Jared. And let's meet our second expert, Benajah Laney. Benajah, please introduce yourself to Henry. Hi, Henry. My name is Benajah Laney, and I'm a guard for the New York Liberty. Okay, very cool. Thank you very much. (laughs) Tell us about those swishing sounds, Lisa. Those are the swishing sounds of... Hot seat time! Yes, it's hot seat time. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Henry's questions. Lisa, whom should we put on the hot seat first? We're going to go with Benijah Laney, because if you replace all the letters of her name with the letters of the phrase, pick me first, and then <laughs> rearrange them, they spell, pick me first. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, let's go for it. All right, Henry, what is your first question for Benijah? What is a typical day at your job? I go in, I work out a little bit, shoot some hoops, maybe do a little bit of lifting with some weights. Sometimes I'll have off-court opportunities where I'll do camps and stuff. So that's, you know, where my day lies. Cool. This is for both of you. Do you have to be really tall to be a good basketball player? And what position for shorter people? Actually, you do not need to be tall at all. Uh, A lot of players haven't been tall. There was actually a player, I believe in the mid-1960s, Robert Bugsy Malone. He played from 1962 to 1968 on the Baltimore Bullets. He was really short. He was only five. And he played the small forward primarily. He was really good at what he did. He was hard to catch. And there are other players that have been, you know, in the NBA, in the WNBA, that don't have to reach heights in order to make the ball go through the hoop. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And you also wanted to ask Manaja the same thing? Yes. Well, it helps to be tall because you're able to rebound, you're able to shoot over people. But there are short players. And to be a short player, the best position, you probably want to be a point guard, somebody who handles the ball, kind of gets everybody into their positions, kind of runs the team. But you could also be a shooting guard, probably just not a post player. There's also a lifeguard. A lifeguard? Yeah, wears a little swimsuit, blows a whistle, and says, hey, you got to get out of the pool. Okay, but that's not for basketball, Lisa. We're just talking about basketball today? At this moment, yes, we are. All right, well, I'll try and focus then. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) No problem. This one is for Jared. Who's your favorite team and player and why? 
I'm from Philadelphia, so I love the 76ers. In the 80s, that's when I first started getting into basketball. I just fell in love with the team and was always upset with Larry Bird and how he always got under their skin. And while I love the 76ers, Larry Bird is still one of my favorite players. The way he was able to dominate the floor. Every time he got on that court, he got under people's skin. He was able to get the ball where it needed to go. He was pretty versatile, played different positions, but he was really good in all of them. To this day, I'm pretty sure a lot of players look at Larry Bird as one of the top players in the game. They're also probably like, hey, leave my skin alone. (laughs) Good point. Yeah, definitely. This one is for both of you. What is something surprising about basketball that most people don't know? Well, something that most people don't know is that when the game started in around 1891, uh, 1892, it was because it was a lot of inclement weather and a lot of students couldn't play their other sports outside. So a gentleman named Naismith actually tacked up a couple of peach baskets uh, about 10 feet up on the balcony of a, a little concert hall indoors. And they just started throwing around a ball and they had someone in the rafters actually returning the balls instead of actually going through a hoop. The ball just sat in a basket. So that game that they just started playing in the late 1800s became what we know as basketball. Interesting. Okay. Well, something that may be surprising about basketball, one is how long the WNBA has been around, 25 years, going on to the 26th, but also that over 90% of WNBA players have their college degree. So there is no early access to becoming a professional basketball player if you want to play in the WNBA. Do we know how that compares to the NBA, out of curiosity? So with the NBA, they can go after one year of playing in college, or they can go after one year of playing in the G League or overseas. So you don't have to stay all four years with the WNBA. You either have to leave with your graduating class or you have to be 21 years of age. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. Those were excellent questions, Henry. Thank you so much. I hope you got some good knowledge from that. Good intel. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust, Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. 
And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are like really sneaky and you often don't know how they're feeling. And the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Big Fib! It's time for our Shorts on Fire round, when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer for the first expert, and then Henry will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. Then Lisa resets the timer for our next expert to do the same. Experts, you've got to answer before the buzz of the Big Fib shot clock. Henry, let's start with Jared. You can ask Jared your shorts on fire questions now. Name two of the five positions on each team. The center and the small forward. What is the average distance an NBA player runs in a game? Two miles. What is the name of the play where a player throws the ball high towards the basket and then the teammate jumps up, catches the ball, and slams it into the hoop? That's an alley-oop. Where was the first women's college basketball game played? Malloy College in 1892. Fact or fib, dribbling the ball was not allowed in the original game of basketball. That would be true. What is the first kind of ball used in basketball? I believe that was a rugby ball. Bowling ball. No. Which player inspired the Blue Bird Twitter logo? Sue Bird. She plays for the Seattle Storm. What is it called when a player catches the basketball after a shot was taken but missed? A pickup. Which animated rabbit teams up with Michael Jordan in the movie Space Jam? Daffy Duck. Okay, that is time. That is the time of our lives. It is. Can you please reset the timer, Lisa? Let me get over that. Oh, no. Are you okay? I fell down a well, but I'm okay. <laughs> and then I got up the well quickly. I didn't. Uh, we're good. Wow. All right. Well, glad to have you back. Okay. The timer is now reset. And now, Henry, you can ask Benija your shorts on fire questions. Now, which team won the WNBA championship in 2021? The Chicago Sky. Basketball is the national sport of which country? Uh, maybe Lithuania. What colors are on the WNBA basketball? Orange and like a cream beige. What do you call a ball that misses the rim and the backboard and doesn't go into the hoop? Air ball. Or an oopsie. <laughs> no. Name two female head coaches in the WNBA. Sandy Brondello, as well as Noelle Quinn. What is the rectangular piece of wood or fiberglass attached to the back of a basket? That would be the backboard. Which basketball player was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame and the Volleyball Hall of Fame? I'm going to go with Wilt Chamberlain. How many seconds in a shot clock? 24 seconds. Name the only woman drafted by the NBA. Lucy. And that is time. I'm sorry. Listen, at time. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, few well done experts, and also well asked, Henry. Okay, it's decision time. Henry must clear out all the nonsense and take a free throw for truth. Henry, who is our big fibber? At first, I thought it was Benijah, but now I think it's Jared. Okay, and do you have a reason why? Daffy Duck was a duck, not a rabbit. Very good. All right. Will the actual basketball expert please say, I am the basketball expert? I am the basketball expert. <gasps> Very good. That's right. Nigel Laney is an American professional basketball player for the New York Liberty of the WNBA Women's National Basketball Association. Also voted 2020 Most Improved Player and 2021 All-Star. Amazing. Welcome, Benajah Laney. Okay, it's time to do some fact-checking. Benajah, we need an assist from you. Can you tell us what lies you heard today? Okay, so I did hear a few lies. One of them being the Daffy Duck one. So I was with you there. Knew I should have kept Bugs Bunny. (laughs) Okay, well, Jarrett, how did you screen us from the truth? Well, there were a few things that I may have fibbed a little bit on. Mm -hmm. The first was the average distance an NBA player runs. It's actually 2.5 miles. And I said two miles. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of running. Later, I said, where was the first women's college basketball game played? It was actually Smith College in 1893 and not Malloy College in 1892. Okay. Uh, I also said that it was a rugby ball that was in one of the first games, and it was actually a soccer ball. Soccer ball, first ball. Okay, very good. Uh, Which player inspired the Bluebird Twitter logo was actually Larry Bird and not Sue Bird. Oh, he gets under people's skin. (laughs) He does. So gross. And last but not least, what is it called when a player catches the basketball after a shot was taken but missed? I said pickup. And what is it actually, Benijah? That would actually be a rebound. A rebound. Oh, that makes more sense. That makes way more sense, for sure. And then also name two of the five positions. You said center was correct, but you also said a small forward. Can you tell us, Benijah, what the other positions of the team actually are? Yes, so the other positions would be a point guard, a power forward, and a shooting guard. Thank you very much for setting that record straight. Very good. Well, it is time to fade away. Thanks to our contestant, Henry, who launched a full court press to get to the truth. Thank you to our expert and liar, Benijah and Jared. And thanks to Lisa, who bank shots those beats. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into The Big Fib, where we trap liars and slam dunk the truth. The Big Fib is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit gzmshows.com. While you're there, you can find out how you can become a contestant on The Big Fib. Or listen, you can send questions for me to answer on the show. Either way, no judgment. Also, follow us on social media at The Big Fib Podcast for behind-the-scenes photos and what? Yeah, more true effects. And now I am going to play basketball with this bowling ball and this peach crate. Bye. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? 
There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby-winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever you get your podcasts.